have a wheelbarrow listed among our assets initially <laughs> so <laughs> finally got that one huh and she fires a firebolt back at you hey that's my thing <laughs> but that was my thing My religion score isn't that high, but I'm pretty sure that the more skulls something has, the stronger it is. <laughs> Spirit uh, Guardian Spades and so does Scribble. Oh, wow. Oh. We're all kind of not doing very well. <laughs> I've been doing so much finger crossing this fight. Chapter 199. Confrontation with the Baroness. Okay. So in the last episode, well, the last episode, um, we had uh, Arlen's salvation, maybe, from his uh, powers. and uh, But things had wrapped up properly, or at least wrapped up uh, benignly. And uh, Arlen was still alive, and Adria was still alive, and all the cats were still alive. And uh, Arlen and, and Adri hopped on Dania's airship and headed off back to Port of Magnum. And the uh, cats had gone back to the treehouse. And uh, now we're cutting back to Cotter, Craval, and Noan's group. And if you remember you had been facing off against the forces of Excalbarium Calice, and they had first uh, attacked you guys with some torque-infected zombie people who basically, just the fact that they were sort of more or less unstoppable, waded right through your line, and you had to go and plug those holes, and no sooner had you put that down than you ended up running into undead minions and tough ones at that. And so they were uh, engaged. Well, that's a better way to put it. So they gave you guys a run for your money. Uh, the uh, bunch of you ended up at zero hit points on the ground, had to be revived. Um, except Misty, who got to stand in the back and just blow things up, which uh, that must have been uh, delicious, wasn't it there? That was our saving grace. It was so fun. <laughs> it, it is fun when you get to be artillery and actually get to be artillery. Um, and, uh, so you had, uh, faced off against them. It was a very near affair. Um, uh, and, uh, but to make matters worse, no sooner had you triumphed on the field than you heard the sound of retreat and looking back across the line, you could see the right flank and by extension, the center of the army, uh, collapsing and they all retreated back to the hill that you had started on the night before. And he had formed a ring around the hill in an attempt to form a defensive line. And unfortunately, the Baron was telling you that he had led you all into your own doom. And uh, unless there was another army coming, um, you probably all would die in the morning. Uh, 
And at that point in time, you had an announcement. What what was that announcement there, Bryce? There happens to be an army on the way right now, coming down the hill. Yes, uh, the Dragonborn you guys had uh, set up in the hills above just in case. And uh, in the middle of the Revenant fight, we had uh, Kraval you know, and give the signal to call them. And so they were already on the way. And so would certainly be in position come morning time. Anyway, so that's where we're standing now. It is the middle of the night. You've returned back from the Baron's tent. Um, your uh, squire, William, uh, has been keeping things in good shape where uh, you're concerned there, Cotter, mm-hmm. uh, and reports that um, the lines are holding, although they are beginning to see small incursions, um, as if the Excalbarium army is basically probing the lines for weak spots and uh, doing some investigations, some scouting. And interestingly enough, you guys are you know up on the side of the hill, once again on the left flank of the hill, covering the left flank of the army. And you look out across the mare, because obviously from here, you're looking across the Campo Magno. The fields are sear at this point in time and have been harvested and beaten to the ground. And it goes straight out over the mare and way off to the northwest you can see the peaks on the other side of the mare, even though it's the middle of the night, because they are being lit up in clear relief by what is an enormous, enormous electrical storm. Um, you can just see, you know, flash, flash, flash of, of uh, lightning um, all along the northwest part of the range there on the north side. And, and you can't help but think to yourself, it's like, well, thank goodness we're not over there, because that looks brutal. And, um, of course, the downside is that knowing how it flows through, um, probably the morning will arrive with that storm as well. So that's going to make tomorrow even worse. Okay, so anything anybody needs to do... Wait, um, there's going to be a storm tomorrow, you're saying? There is going to be a storm tomorrow. Interesting. Um, I don't know if it'll be this violent, but certainly you're all going to get wet while you're busy dying. That's good to know. My favorite. Okay. Yeah. So, anything so, anybody needs to do? Connor, is this a is this a good time to do some recon and see if we can figure out if there's someone creating these creatures on the fly, or or are we just going to sit here and wait for another surprise? Um. At the moment, I'd like to work more on organizing my group, heal up, and prepare for tomorrow. Um. Would it be strategically sound to have the party go look at things? Um, would it be strategically sound for me to have the party go look at things? Well, you can certainly do something simple like send out the owl or something like that. But even like Thrax would probably be caught pretty quick uh, once because you're basically surrounded at this point in time mm-hmm. on, on uh, three or almost three and a half sides. I'm more thinking, I, or at least I'm thinking that what no one is thinking is send like four of us or all of us to go check things out. And I don't know if that's a good idea. They're expecting a large army, not a, not a fleet of small fighters such as us. Um, Yeah. But that being said, there's also probably um, roving bands of torque zombies and undead and so forth. Uh, that are behind the lines there. So it, it would be perilous to say the least. Yeah. 
I think we're going to just wait, heal up overnight, prepare for what comes tomorrow. And I don't think that unless they're directly working with a Lowell, which it doesn't seem is like a thing he would do, like going and being on in their army right now. I don't think they're creating these things on the fly. He does seem to rather work behind the scenes. Yeah. I think they have what they have in the same way that we do. And I I don't think we can, we're good, but we're not that good as we learned yesterday. I mean, earlier today. Depends how late it is. It may not be a bad idea to fly the owl, though. I mean, if Creval is down to do some of that, sure. Are you down to, or are you good with flying your owl around and just seeing if there's anything extra strange going on? Yeah, um, he would have done that either way just because to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So mm-hmm. periodically through the night, as long as he gets his rest, he'll be continually casting beast sense or I think it's called beast sense. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It, yeah. Speak with animals and beast sense to send the owl, uh, send the owl out and even Thrax just to kind of glide through the camps. If no one's okay with it, not out of the camp, but just among the camp to look for like sappers and to keep things apprised, to keep you specifically apprised of what's going on in the immediate vicinity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah look, the one thing that likely one thing uh, that, Thrax will get caught if he goes out, but he could probably uh, scamper around behind the lines in using his senses. That that's what I mean. He'll scamper behind the lines where it's safe. But the one thing that uh, that I as Kraval would make perfectly clear to Cotter is, I'm going to talk to you. It's your job to talk to the Baron, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll keep you uh, whatever the owl may see or sense. I'll keep you abreast of that. Okay. Okay, so you send your owl out, uh, Creval, and you know it starts circling up, and it can see that over um, a short no man's land between your lines and the Excolbarium lines, uh, there is rank upon rank of the opponents, and they do seem to have you penned in on, like I said, three, three and a half sides at this point in time, and it kind of you hearken back to when you flew the owl the last time and you were noticing far too few campfires and all of a sudden it just kind of makes sense because obviously torque zombies and revenants don't need campfires so that's why they were just so few they only had them for the actual living beings that were in the army and you can at this point in time, just kind of guess as to what's what, because they all look kind of the same from the air. But yeah, there's a, a line, and then there's uh, two reinforcing reserve lines behind that. And you know which one of those are actually torque zombies, and which ones are undead, and which ones are living. It's kind of hard to tell at this point in time, but they uh, do seem to have uh, filed up there. And this night, they're burning no campfires. Everybody is just in uh, hostile territory configuration and are just uh, standing by and they are basically in a defensive you know posture ready for anything you do and perhaps being able to very quickly respond to it so even though this is probably going to 
come back to haunt me. The one thing that Kraval will do privately, knowing what's out there, he's actually going to take off his armor and go armorless. Um, he'll mark himself up in the traditional war paints that he's used to. Um, and then he'll approach uh, Cotter and highly suggest he puts the armor on. Oh, your armor? My armor. Um, it's not a two, it doesn't require out of character. It doesn't require attunement, but it'll raise your armor class by one. Isn't And it's a full suit of plate yeah. mail on top of that. Yeah, it's and uh, then, um I think it'll raise my armor class by two. Well, whatever. They had that well then because I gave up I gave my word to Sinia and I'm gonna do everything I can to protect you. And if I'm going to go into this war with my dragonborn, I'm going in as my as a dragonborn. Okay. Thank you. I'll also want to tie into no one and I'm gonna check that uh strand of leather with the markings of uh of his uh, station as a storyteller and just uh, just a quick word with them just to remind him that if nothing else, try to survive because our stories need to be told. And I say, we will tell them together. And uh, just from, from his horn, the one that's not broken, to encircle the one that is and down one side, I'll just draw a stylized owl in flight. Nice. Okay, very good. Anybody else want to do anything uh, before? Well, do we do we have any wagons that we can set ablaze and roll down the hill? I'm inspired by what the dwarves would do. It seems like we have the some holes. I mean, did we have a wheelbarrow listed among our assets initially? <laughs> so, <laughs> finally got that one, huh? There is there is a Holocaust cloak. Yeah. No, I got it. It just. I responded slowly. So surely we have something that we can punch holes through the lines that aren't just people. Smarter here. Um, there, well, obviously you do have your wagon train in the back, um, but a lot of you end up losing a lot of your materiel in the retreat. So um, that just uh, not as much as you'd like to see. I mean, maybe you could get one or two together, but uh, otherwise it'd be kind of tough. One or two, and a and a in a tactical way, following a burning wagon. Yep. Or we could sit here and get slaughtered by wave after wave. Well, if if you remember, um, your plan at this point in time is to hold on for dear life, and then wait for the dragonborn army to arrive, and then fall upon your your, your foes. So at this point in time, uh, you, you kind of got a more defensive mindset, I'd say. Also, I don't know how like physics work with higher level creatures, but will dropping a flaming wagon on a revenant like really mess it up too much? Well, it could do damage, and they don't I like mean, fire, but yeah. every little bit will help, I suppose. So yeah, if you want to prepare some of those, um, I'm sure you can find like one or two, probably two of them that you can uh, stuff full of hay bales and. Uh, you know, douse that with oil so you can run it down the hill when you when you need to. Hmm. Every little bit help. I'm going to heal up. Okay. Anybody else need to do any more healing before uh, bedtime or whatever you want to call it at this time? I'm good. Those temporary hit points served me well. And our uh, artillery, I think, is pretty good. Yeah, I didn't take any damage, so I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be the artillery, isn't it? 
Yeah. I'm going to say I'm good. Sounds good. Probably just end up using all your hit dice tonight. Something like yeah. that. Okay. Well, um, the evening rolls on and you all try to settle down and get some sleep. Um, obviously kind of difficult knowing your doom is at hand. But no sooner do you settle down, Cotter, mm-hmm. than there's a ruckus going on. And you have to spring back up and... Um, it appears that a small skirmish group was sent mm-hmm. in just maybe to probe your lines and caused a, uh, a brief brief fire fight to happen. And it's pretty much done by the time you even get there. They, they basically go in, attacked, you know, ambushed a couple of uh, people on your line. Um, then, you know, yeah, just as quickly retreated. And this basically goes on all night long because, of course, they have forces that don't need to sleep. And so just as soon as it seems like you settle down, they mm-hmm. immediately, you know, something happens and you're back up again. And, and even, uh, you know, kind of trading off duties to uh, get some rest. It's, uh, it's a long and sleepless night. So I need everybody to make for me a constitution check, a DC 10 constitution check, because you're getting basically no sleep tonight. I got a six. Okay. 19. Just made the 10. <laughs> five. And I also wow, five. really? Okay. So wow. Red, Red maybe a little bit attuned to the psychic emanations there. It was constantly being bothered. And then uh, makes sense that Cotter obviously would be up for all of those things. Uh, and then no one, apparently uh, you um, get dragged along. Maybe you're uh, a little closer to the action there or whatever. But all three of you will have one level of exhaustion from getting no sleep. So you'll have disadvantage on ability checks this next day. We still do get our long rest, though. Um, it, you, we don't. Th- this is not a long rest uh, because but you will have uh, you will have all of your you get enough scraps of sleep here and there that you will have all of your spell slots and everything uh, back together again. The so other, it's a long rest. Yeah. But you, yeah, you will yeah. suffer one level of exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So you'll have your hit dice, you'll have your spell slots, you'll have your all, all those things, but uh, yeah. Three of you don't weather the, uh, the evening as well. One level of exhaustion. And um, as you are up all night, you slowly see the stars disappear as the cloud front of the approaching storm begins to cover over the mare headed your direction. And sure enough, by the uh, gray dawn um, pretty much all the stuff to the northwest is gone and you can just see the uh, lightning bolts coming down now only infrequently they apparently spent most of their fury going over the coastal range to the northwest but every once in a while it lights up the uh, the whole plane and uh, you can actually see all the forces arrayed before you and it looks quite fearsome and uh, then come morning the uh, Sun comes up, but it's only a faint glow in the east as uh, a light drizzle is coming down and it starts to turn into a full-blown rain. And no sooner has dawn broken when you hear a uh, cry come up from the Excalibarium forces and uh, you have just enough time, Cotter, to basically Mm -hmm. tell your forces to prepare for the assault and then it's upon you 
and you guys hear the clangs and bangs, the pops and, and screams of the battle being joined. And then you hear another sound, a deep guttural, even louder sound. And on your left, the dragonborn nation boils out of the tree line in a chaotic mass of charging bodies of different hue. Their war challenge is bellowing before them. Before them, they spray volleys of cold and fire, acid and poison. And in what seems of a blink of an eye, they close the gap with the forces of Excobarium Colise. And for the first time this morning, you see true fear in their eyes. Of the normal ranks, some break and flee at once. Those that do stand their ground do so for only a short time before being overwhelmed by the tide of scaled foes. Those affected by the fungus and the undead have no such fear, and they stand their ground but with the same, if delayed, results. The writhing wave of dragonborn crests over them as well, and you can see the, ta the tales of antiquity, fantastic as they seem, actually fall far short of reality. Buoyed by their rage, the barbarians fight without fear, failing to acknowledge the blows dealt to them until they in turn fall to the ground. And fall they do, if in far fewer numbers than their foes. And scaled bodies can be seen intermingled with the flotsam of battle in the wake of the charging line. In the matter of all about 20 minutes, the wave has passed your positions and charged into the center of the Excolbarium formations. Panic turns into a rout, and all but the fungal and the undead flee from their advance. While the remaining forces hold the charge in place, the vast bulk of the remaining forces are seen running as fast as their feet can carry them back to the southwest, flinging their weapons and armor from them in their panic. And then there's a couple of interesting things that happen in the middle of all that. Creval, in a moment of clarity, you can see in a small clearing of the battle, Shamash, the challenger from the Red Dragons that you fought not too long ago, he runs up next to a, a dragonborn that is attempting feebly to bring itself back up off the ground after getting a crushing blow from one of the other Excalibarium forces. And you see Shamash kneel down, put his hand on the injured dragonborn, and the dragonborn just sort of straightens up and then picks up his weapon and charges forwards, seemingly fully healed. And then Creval, you see him, almost as if he realizes that you're looking, turns across the battlefield, gives you the cross chest salute, and runs back off into the battle. And the other thing, Creval, that you realize is there are far too many dragonborn here. Even if you emptied every gray-headed and every child out of the dragonborn uh, camp that you had uh, seen when you left, there are far more than that. It is almost as if all of the rebels, or at least a big chunk of them, has returned for this fight. And then the wave sweeps by, and you notice there are five hide-clad dragonborn striding up the hill towards you. Your forces there, Cotter, give them a wide berth. Mm -hmm. And when they are within uh, just a uh, bow shot, Kraval, you realize that the leader is Kava, fully dressed in armor. 
and she's being flanked by four of the other matron mothers. Um, and you realize that the other ones that aren't here are truly too old to participate in this battle. But they're striding up to uh, up to you. And when they get to there, um, Creval, she just comes up right next to you and says, Creval, it is good to see you. You have returned the honor of the Dragonborn Nation. Such a day we have not seen in a thousand years. And then uh, then she turns to you, Cotter, and gives you the, the cross chest salute and says, Lowlander, the Dragonborn are here to aid. What more can we do? Oh, man. It's okay. I'm stunned, too. <laughs> They've kind of already done enough when you think about yeah. it. Merely continuing your offensive, I'm sure, would be enough. And you just see her get the most fearsome smile on her face. It's almost a grimace. And she says, we continue that with pleasure. <laughs> and then she kind of reaches up, grabs the back of your head, and gives you a firm headbutt. Oh, that that's going to ring for a while with yes. the plate armor on. <laughs> There's a big smile on Don't smile very often, but there's a big smile on Craval's face at seeing this. And um, then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Shamash appears. And uh, he comes up to you, Craval, and says, Craval, and just kind of gives you the, the forearm grip and says, you have returned the pride of the Dragonborn. We will follow you wherever you wish to go. I will uh, give him a equally strong headbutt and said, I see you have found your war path. You've come with good, great timing and I'd be proud to have you by my side. And uh, actually roll for me insight real quick. Um, there, Creval. 18. Um, yeah, that's a good roll. Uh, you can't help but notice that when um, Shamash has said that it'll follow you, that your sister and, for that matter, all of the matron mothers kind of stiffen a little bit. But uh, Shamash doesn't seem to notice. And uh, he says, I have followed your steps and am now a follower of Nawada. My eyes are open to the possibilities that his service brings. I thank you again. And he you know, gives you the forearm uh, grasp and then tr spins and heads back into the battle. Um, I'll watch him go for a minute and turn and look at Kava and the standing members and say, we really need to talk. And Kava just kind of guardedly says, yes, I believe we do. But that is a conversation for another day. This is a day for victory. And you kind of um, notice the other matron mothers just kind of relax at her response. Apparently that was the right thing to say to assuage them. And the battle continues into the distance. And for the first time in probably about 48 hours, you all take a deep uh, breath and a sigh of relief. And then you hear a lot of screaming and shouting coming from the center of the hill near where the headquarters is. Bad screaming or good screaming? Bad screaming. Shouts of alarm. Uh, I'm going to turn and run that direction. I'll I will my, follow. 
and I'll tell my squire to keep control of the fighting in our area. And he says, yes, sir. Although it seems that the fighting is all but over. But yes, we will do what we can to aid our new um, allies. It's not over till it's over. And then I'll... Very wise words, sir, he says as you pelt off in the distance. Mm-hmm. And you guys pelt up the hill... And as you're going up the hill, you notice there's a lot of people going down the hill. And when you get to the headquarters, it's not a mystery as to why that's happening. You get to the headquarters tent and in front of the tent, uh, there's been a hole punched in the lines. uh, Apparently before the Dragonborn had gotten to that, gotten that far. And standing in the middle of the clearing where the headquarters tent is is a group of Excalbarium soldiers um, one of them is actually carrying the Excalbarium baronial flag and standing right in the middle of the group is someone dressed in the baronial regalia undoubtedly this is a baroness except that she instead of a regular head, has a leering, grinning skull. And not just one, but three, as if two more skulls had been placed on either side of her main skull. And you can see the rest of her body is this armor-clad skeletal figure. And the soldiers that she's with are the ones with the nooses hanging around their necks. And she is standing over the body of the Baron, who apparently has just now been knocked to the ground. And all of his bodyguards' bodies lay splayed about the grass, either dead or dying. Um, the uh, Baron is looking up, blinking kind of confusedly. You must have gotten a, a, quite a blow to the head. And this is where we are now. Well, that's not good. My religion score isn't that high, but I'm pretty sure that the more skulls something has, the stronger it is. <laughs> is okay. Good? So this is the battlefield as it stands right now. You can see in the middle, uh, lying on the ground, is the Baron blinking kind of confusedly after being knocked down probably to zero hit points. Um, he's you know going to be in danger of bleeding out on the, on the ground there. Um, and standing over his body is the Baroness, maybe? But some undead creature with three skulls. And then on the far side of the Baroness... You could point to the blue one there. This one? Mm-hmm. That's uh, blue, and that's the one carrying the, the banner. And then facing closer to you, you have um, gray and purple and black, who are also these revenant shock troops. And they are standing, um, having just finished off the Baron's personal guard. And let's all roll initiative. So, Cotter. 15. Okay. And Misty? Two. Okay, a little taken aback. And no one. 19. Okay, very good. And then Creval? 17. I'm sorry, 16. Okay. And then Red? 11. Okay, a little all over the map there. Okay, so there you are, standing in the little clearing in front of the Baron's tent. Uh, Baron's down on the ground, uh, likely is, will die very soon if not something is not done. 
and everyone looks up as you come running in there and gray notices your approach and gray comes running forward how far is gray away from uh, the line now 45 45 okay so he will run straight up to misty since they're kind of in a line there and as he's running misty he gives you a uh fierce glare and i need you to make a wisdom saving throw not 20 but a 22 okay so yeah you Makes are for the flame initiative i guess <laughs> yeah you, you are you are uh um made a firmer stuff than that so even though you got this undead creature glaring at you and uh, vengeance, I glare and, back. Yes, it uh, <laughs> it doesn't affect you, which is good. Okay, and then Noan, you get to go. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna burn off two key points. Actually, just one right now. I'm gonna do step of the wind. So the first thing I'm gonna do is move up to the Baron. What's your speed? Sixty. Uh huh. And then, no, the, the fallen Baron, not the, the Baroness. Yeah. And then I'm going to do Step of the Wind, grab the Baron, and dash towards the line and haul him out of there. Okay. Um, that will provoke an attack of opportunity from the Baroness, though. Uh, That's fine. Okay. Does this violate your sanctuary thing? Because you technically didn't really attack. That's true. You do have Tranquility. Or do you have Tranquility That's right. Going? I do have Tranquility on. Okay, so she needs to make a, a Wisdom save first. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, DC 15 Wisdom. Okay. And she gets a 20 total. Um, so she is able to attack you, and she rears back with her bone staff that she's carrying. It looks like the spine of some very tall creature. And goes to give you a good solid whack with it. However, apparently she rushes that, and this one is going to be a 11 total. So it just goes swinging over your head. Uh, she was surprised by the speed of your movement. I think we're all surprised by the speed of his movement. Yeah. First time I've ever used Step of the Wind. <laughs> nice. Very well done. You know, if you, uh, you, you uh, pause during combat, you can have the break of the wind. Tough crowd. Nice. Okay. That uh, would be stinking cloud. I can't cast that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, speaking of that, the um, Baroness is not in any way, shape, or form excited by that. So she advances 30 feet towards your line, shrieking vengeance out of all three of her skulls, and she casts Cone of Cold at level six upon all of you. What's the distance for that? Nice knowing y'all. Okay, so. Is that a deck save? For it is a constitution saving throw. So everybody needs to make a con saving throw. And it's a plus, you got a plus four. We're all within range of Paladin Boy, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. He is, well actually why don't you run down who's who on the front line there. So all the way on the left is. This is red. Then Misty, Misty, Cotter, no one, Craval. So Cotter is optimally placed to uh, help you all out. So everyone gets the plus four. And it's a DC 18 check on the Cone <laughs> of Cold. What's the range for that? Mine? Oh, no. Cone, cone of Cold? Mm -hmm. It's a 60-foot cone. Wow. That's enormous. Okay, actually. well, then 
Mr. Baron Man also needs to make a failed. Dark I don't save. suppose our wonderful sorceress Kitty has counterspell, does she? I do not have counterspell. Wow, this hurts. Shoot, that's oh. not a good look. Yeah, I got a seventeen. Okay, so ooh, that was a pretty good set of rolls there. Oh man, Rip Baron. See, this is just my diabolical plot to get one higher on the succession list for the barony, obviously. Yeah, I think I got a 17. Are okay. you calculating damage? Yes. So those of you... Oh, it shouldn't oh. take that long. <laughs> well, there's a lot of D8s to add up there. So those of you that succeed on the saving throw will take half of this, but everybody takes 44 points of damage. So 44 for those that don't and 22 for those that do. Sorry, what was the, the DC? 18. Okay, good. Thank goodness. Okay. Oh my gosh. I got 19. 19. <laughs> okay, what, what did you get, uh, Cotter? Uh, I got a 17. So just missed Misty? I got a 22. Yeah, made it and no one? 19. And made it and uh, Craval? 30. Whoa, there we go. And uh, then Red? I got 17. Okay. So, okay, so Cotter and Red take 44, everyone else takes 22, All and right, the, so, baron, the Baron um, that was barely hanging on is now fully unconscious and bleeding out on the ground if, unless somebody well, does something. no one takes exception with that. Yeah, as long as... So, so beneath the feet of this tri-skulled creature, the flames of hell erupt, and the screams of the damned fill the air, and I activate Hellish Rebuke. Okay. And, and that's a dex save. Dex save? Yeah. Ooh, and she nat ones that, so I was not expecting it. So that is 18 points of fire damage. Okay. And she is not at all happy about that. Okay. And then next up... Oh, I need to roll a save for the Revenant as well. Oh, yeah, Crown of Holden. Yeah. Okay. And it does save against its master's thing, but it will still take 22 points mm -hmm. of damage from the Cone of Cold. And then next up is Purple. And Purple will come dashing forward. And, yep, go right after Noan there. And um, Noan, it also makes a glare attack against you. So I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Does it have to do the wisdom saving throw to see if it can attack him, or is this just... No, this is just... It's it's just doing his ventral glare, so... 17. Okay, so yeah, you are also able to resist the fearsome glare from it. And then next up is Kraval. So, Kraval, you've got the Baron dying at your feet. What are you going to do? Um, Take care of an immediate threat first, I think. I mean, I'm going to have to risk this. Um... So with Kavala not having a shirt on right now, the, the medallion Nawad is, is sitting on his feet and, or on his chest. It starts glowing white, and so will the eyes of Kavala, and he'll just simply point at the Baroness and the Revenant right in front of Misty and just growl, be gone, and I will cast Banishment on the two of them. Okay, and what does that do? I'm sorry. No, it doesn't affect two people. It affects one, the Baroness. Okay. Uh, it, Takes her out of the combat for a little while if it succeeds. It's a charisma saving throw. Okay. For one minute. 
And her charisma saving throw is an 18. She beats it. Okay. Yeah, you can imagine it's kind of tough. Can to... we edit that, any of our people? No? Oh, wrong character. I was like, why don't you do some sorcery points, huh? But no. Okay. Yeah, she's she has got quite a charisma, as you can imagine, for a, a leader of her stature. So it's... Okay, anything else, Craval? Nope, that's it. Yeah, okay, maybe. Do you have a healing word as a bonus or anything? Or nope, that was that. The, that spell was an actual action. That was an actual. Okay, very good. Well, um, she is unhappy that you did that, Craval, and she goes Go and casts a firebolt at you. Legendary action, probably. Oh. And um, what is your armor class now that you're in skins? Fifteen. Okay. She gets a 27. So I don't even know why I asked for your armor class. And woo, Lordy B, you take 28 points of damage as I nearly max the damage on that firebolt. This is quite the fight. Yep. Ouch. Okay, and next up is Cotter. The Baron's dying at your feet. What are you gonna do, Cotter? Um I don't have any healing. That's a bonus action. Which is a shame. Well, you can just take an action action. After all, only three of the uh, five combatants are on you guys right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will cast a second level Cure Wounds. Okay. Which is what? 2d8 plus 4? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 2d8 plus 5. I am wrong. Oh, that's terrible. Eight points of healing. <laughs> well, still eight. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? That's it. Oh, light the sword on fire. Okay. Sorry for that. Does make good sense. Mic. Light the sword on fire, and that's my turn. Okay, and then next up on the hit parade is uh, Red. What are you gonna do, Red? Um, we've previously said that these revenants are immune to psychic damage, right? Right. Cool. Is the Main one immune to psychic damage? Well, we'd have to find out. Uh, you could make a religion roll if you wanted to. I What's religion? Uh, intelligence. I got a nat 20. Never mind. I'm not even going to think about what Or a 21. Um, so, you know that very powerful undead, um, because they are not just the dumb undead, um, usually are resistant to things like cold and necrotic, and then usually are resistant to being attacked by anything that has non-magical weapons. So, you know, bludgeoning, piercing, and, and slashing from non-magical attacks. And of course, all undead are immune from poison. They don't have a circulatory system for that to get into. Uh-huh. Um, but because they are, in fact, intelligent undead, they are still able to be attacked by psychic damage. Yay. Do you communicate that to Red? Yes. Okay. Something like, you can damage her or something like that. Cool. That's all I'm going to be doing. Um, have any stun locks or anything? That would be fun. Ah, there we are. I'm going to expend... Uh, I'm going to go into my Psychic Assault Discipline. And I'm going to expend six sorcery points for Psionic Blast. Okay. Cyborg. What does she have to do? Is it a hit uh, or nothing. a save? Nothing. It's a magic missile type. Oh, okay. Um, can I please have 
five d8s. Sure. 38 points of psychic damage. Ouch. Okay. And she does not like that and firebolts back at you. No thanks. And gets a 14. Does that hit you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Red has no armor class. And that is 16 points of fire damage to you. Well, okay. how did she do another? Probably a legendary action. Yes. Or legendary. This is a legendary action. undead. And you get like one of those every turn. I'm at seven. Oh. That's not good. Okay, anything else, Red? Nope. Okay. And so uh, Black uh, also does the charge up to the line, right up in front of uh, no one there. Or not no one, but uh, Creval. And Creval, he will uh, give you the glare attack, so I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Still with the pounds thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 23. Okay, yes, you're able to throw it off. Okay, and then blue gets to go, and it's just going to go 60 feet towards the battle there, if we could. And then it will go and give the glare at Misty there, since Misty's right in front. So I need another wisdom saving throw, Misty. 17. Okay, yes, you're able to shake it off as well. Um, they do They do have a fearsome uh, demeanor, though. That would have been really not good if I, if I couldn't fight. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the Baron gets to go. And uh, you just hear Cotter him kind of whisper uh, faintly, uh, carry on, Sir Cotter. And he crawls as fast as he can off the battlefield. So he goes 30 feet uh, that direction off the battlefield. And then finally, Misty, you get to go. What do you want to do? I'm going to chain lightning as a bonus action because I have quickened spell. Um, So I'm going to chain lightning as a bonus action uh, centered on... Uh, the Baroness, and then I'm going to firebolt her after that. Okay, what's the uh, range that the chains get to jump? Uh, 30 feet, so I think three of the revenants are within 30 feet of her, but it's kind of hard to tell at this angle. Uh, what uh, size you, creature is why she? Why don't you move the... She's a medium-sized creature. Okay, which square is she on? Put her back one there. That one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, as long as they're within 30 feet of her... I can hit Yeah, her. we don't see the bear at all now. Well, when they were centered, they were, but now that we've redefined her as being moved back a square, she's no longer. Okay, so certainly blue is, and certainly gray is. Oh, come on. <laughs> and certainly purple is. So yeah, you'd be able to yeah. hit those three just fine. Okay. Wait, so I can hit, I can hit the Baroness and that one. This one. I can't hit. You can target this one, and then... Oh. Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. So it's within 30 um, feet. So, yeah. No, grave. this is 30 feet. Yeah. 30 feet right there? Okay. If you yeah. moved her forward. I'm going to say that's because Misty's intelligence yeah, is, no. is low enough that uh, didn't so, catch so that. You, but you, all get, right. you get blue in the Baroness then. Okay. With the chain lightning. Okay. So, if I if I target blue or, yeah, if I target that one, I can get the Baroness, that one, and then two of the other. You can get every yes, single one. Yes. That would work much better. Yeah. Okay. You can get cool, all of them cool. if you I will do that. Them. All right, so all of those, uh, we'll do blue, the Baroness, I think gray and purple. All of them need to make a deck save. Okay. Is it, is it maximum three others? Maximum three others, okay. yeah. Okay, so blue gets a not good 10. That definitely does not work. Okay, and then the Baroness gets a 15. 
Oh, she fails. Oh, okay. And gray gets a 10 again. And then purple gets an eight. So they were not ready for this at all. all. Everybody fails. Cool. Let me roll damage. The Baroness chooses to succeed. Oh, well, okay. Let me still roll damage. Yes. (laughs) Oh, and having trouble looking it up. What's the thing where you can re-roll ones? Empowered spell. Empowered spell. Okay, good. So I do have that. Okay. Thank you. What are your meta magics? Yeah, so I'm going to spend a sorcery point so that I can re-roll my ones. All my ones turned into sevens, so I'm happy about that. All right. That's very good. So the full damage is 10, 17, 20, 46, 26, 28, 29, 36, 42, 46 points of damage, of lightning damage, is the total. 46, did you say? Yes. Okay. And I'm also not done. All right. And then I'm going to, since I cast Chain Lightning as a bonus action, I'm going to do Firebolt at um, the Baroness. Okay. I don't I don't think I hit, though, which is super bummer. Um, does, a, does a 13 hit? No, she's clad in yeah. plate armor. So. Reaction. <laughs> War God's Blessing plus 10 to the attack roll. Okay, yes, what was you that? Reaction, War God's Blessing, plus 10 to your attack roll. Okay, so does a 23 hit? It does. Yay! Okay. It occurs to me this is not a creature we want to miss very often. Mm-hmm. That was eight points of fire damage. Okay. Okay, and she reacts and says, oh, you want to play? And she fires a firebolt back at you. Hey, that's my thing. <laughs> but, I thought that was my thing. But it's only a 13. Does that hit you? 13 does hit me. Okay. I don't think this is a good trade. And, oh my goodness. 23 points of damage as I nearly max that one out again. On a fireball? I am resistant to fire though, so I only yes. take half of that. I mean, 3d10, right? I think. I don't know how many. Okay. And then we go to the top of the order. And... Um, Gray goes, and he was not at all happy with you attacking his mistress there, Misty. So he will slam you with two fist attacks. As a reaction, I'll attack him. Okay. Um, The first one, not all that great. It's only an 11, but the second one is a 14. So he does connect with the second one. They both hit? Yeah. Well, your, your armor class is an 11? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Okay. And as we mentioned previously, um, the uh, these guys hit like you're getting you know, kicked by a mule. I should have been on a hill, you guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, this is talking about dying on a hill. Here we go. Um, so 22 points in the first hit as I didn't hit uh, roll all that well. And well, it's still not rolling all that good. 21 in the second hit. Yeah, okay. Conscious. Thank you. Okay, so he <laughs> knocks Misty to the ground. This is kind of a more normal Misty fight for us, isn't it? Um, okay. And then no one, you get to go. No, I get to attack Oh, reaction back. attack. Yes, that's right. Sorry. That's in that one. Okay. Too bad. 
So no one, you get to go. Um, you got. Uh, Hold on a sec. I'm looking at something. Two of them in front of you. Okay, I am going to make a sprint towards the Baroness. Okay. And because I have mobility, I don't. They can't make an attack of opportunity on me. Not at all. Wow. And I am going to activate patient defense. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to strike at this foul creature three times. Okay, very good. Each of its grinning skulls. Sixteen? Uh, Sixteen um, does not hit. Just clangs no. off her armor. And then a 27? It does hit. And that is going to be... For eight, I'm gonna burn another key point and do the stunning strike thing. So it needs to make a constitution save. Okay, one constitution save coming right up. And that's a six. And that fails. So she is stunned. And so now I get advantage on this next strike, which is good. Oh, 18. And that definitely hits. And that is for 12. Okay. And this creature is stunned until my next turn. So everyone have at it. Actually, it's not stunned. It is dead. Oh. You just crush oh. the middle skull and down it goes. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Now I'm useless. That's okay. Not, oh, yes. All righty. Next. So good, good focus fire there, but that her guards are still on the field and haven't even noticed that she's gone yet. So purple um, goes and attacks Cotter. Mm -hmm. And the first one's probably not going to hit. It's only a 14, that means but the next one's a nat 20. Oh, what does that add up to though? That would be a 27. Oh, man, only five off. Yeah. Okay. You have a 22 AC. I have a plus two shield and plate now. Oh, gosh. Although I'm giving the plate back relatively soon. That sounds like a lot of damage, though. Actually, didn't roll all that well. Only 37 points of damage there. Okay. And then, Craval, you get to go. Well, hopefully uh, Misty forgives me because I'm not going to do a healing on this round. Sorry. Um, next round, I got you, girl. Um, I will utter a familiar prayer, and I will unleash spiritual guardians. Okay. And the little cherubs appear around you. Okay. Anything else on this round? Do they have uh, to, well, they have to sa gonna, save right away? Real quick, I'm going to do it at fourth level. Okay. So just, it's just going to give you a little more damage. So it happens on the start of their turns or the end of their turns, however you want to do it, I mm -hmm. guess. Usually start of the turn, yeah. But that's that. And then, yeah, I think that's it. What's the size of oh, I'm the... sorry, can you move me one step closer to Cotter? Okay, that's doable. Um, that's what, what is the size of the Guardians? Uh, the range, you mean? The size of the swarm. The size of the swarm. 15 foot radius. Cool. Yep, so they'll reach all the way out to Everything. you there. Okay, good. And then Cotter, what are you gonna do? Um, 
All my healing is actions. I don't know if I want to heal myself. Misty. Attack things. Heal our red. Uh, suggestions from the group. Unload on these things. Let me worry about the healing. Okay. I'm just saying, though, if, if I get healed, I can do a lot of damage on my turn. But, I mean, unless you guys kill them first. Well, it's either that or, yeah, use healing, like, uh, lay on hands and get her back to full so she has a shot at lasting a couple shots. Uh, okay, I will heal Misty for 40 hit points. Thank you. Okay, anything else? Um, The sword is, like, doubly on fire. Oh, good. Super on fire. Fire! Is it fireball on fire? Oh, no, no. Like, it doesn't even do any more damage. I just, like, have a... Why don't you infuse... Do you have a smite? You want to infuse your sword with a smite? I don't think I prepare those. Let me see, though, actually. that That's actually a smart idea, if I have any. Yes. What's your oath? Your oath of devotion? I think you have thunder smite always. You also might have branding or searing smite. I have none of those. Protection from good and evil, sanctuary, lesser restoration, zone of truth, beacon of hope, dispel magic. Never mind. And you Misty, have beacon of hope. Yeah. Um. Yes. Let me see what that is. Everyone has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and regains the max number of hit points from any healing. Okay, that is kind of do decent. that. It's an action. Never mind. Don't do that. So many great spells are actions. I wonder why. Okay, that's my turn. Okay, good. And then, Red, you get to go. I'm going to energy beam gray. Okay. What do we know that they're a resistant slash immune to? Um, you What you determined last time is they're uh, resistant to necrotic and psychic and immune to poison. Wait, they're only resistant? Yeah. And they can't be charmed, exhausted, frightened, paralyzed, poisoned, or stunned. Cool. We're going to energy beam uh, with cold. Okay. And it must succeed on deck save. Okay. I think my DC is 14. Deck save is well above that, though. They get a 19. Never mind. I am useless once again. Okay. Just go shooting on by. Anything else? No. Okay. Black gets to go. And it's going to have to do a save there, Kraval. Correct. Wisdom save. Okay, and it gets an 11, which I don't think will do it. Uh, no, he takes 23 points of radiant damage. Okay, that hurt. Um, and so it goes and doesn't like that, so it's going to go after you there, Creval. Two fist attacks. 10 is not going to hit you, I don't believe, but the nat no, 20 not. will. Oh, no. Yep. And rolled pretty good this time. 44 points of damage as it uh, nat 20s you. That's... Uh, Spirit Guardians fades and so does Scribble. Oh, wow. Oh. Collapses to the ground. So things are not looking good, guys. You've got uh, one and a half characters down. Misty's coming back up again, obviously. Okay, and Blue gets to go. And it charges forward. Um... And goes after Cotter. The temptation red would be to go after you because you're the weakest link. Mm -hmm. But since Cotter has been healing people, it kind of realizes that that's maybe a bigger thing to go for. And two strikes against you there, Cotter. Um, 
And the first one is a 20, and the second one is a 15. Do either of those get through? They miss. Okay, oh, so that uh, that uh, armor that you got did a, a good job there. Yep. However, you notice that um, blue heals up a little bit as it's coming in. And you realize, you remember, these guys do heal up unless they're uh, struck with certain damages. It was fire, wasn't it? Fire or radiant. Mm-hmm. And then uh, red... An arrow comes flying over and goes after Gray right in front of you there. It comes from behind you. What? Um, however, it's not very effective and just uh, swings over the shoulder and uh, actually Im- embeds in the soil near nearby you there, uh, no one, as it, does, it fires wide. And if you look over your shoulder, the Baron has uh, found a bow and is... Uh, back in the fight apparently thanks mate okay and misty you're lying on the ground you feel a little better than you did before but not all that great what are you gonna do yeah um how i mean i guess i'll stand up can can i see how hurt these all look um you hit all of them pretty much uh once and um black's been hit several times uh and then gray's been hit a couple of times but they've also also um regenerated Okay. Um, all right. I, I guess I'll, I'll do a fifth level fireball. Um, there's, I think if I get this whole, oh, well, they're in a straight line. So they're in a straight line. Yeah. You, you could get um, three of them without getting any of your uh, party in your line, but that would also get no one. You can get no one. He can yeah. But I know no one's fine. So, um, he's retired and also evades things. Yes. So, so if I, I guess, yeah. So I want to, I want to get as many of them as I can. Ooh, and also get some of her. So you could get black and purple and blue. Why can't okay. I get all of them? Well, they would hit you and oh. her. Oh yeah. That would, that would be and, not and good. And kill Creval, So Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about my It would also Creval. take me down too. But yeah. We're all kind of not doing very well. <laughs> okay. So show me, show me where I cast that at, I so, guess. Cause like y'all there? have more. Okay. Um, yeah, that would work. Okay, and that would get black, purple, and blue. And blue, yep. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right, let's do that. Okay. So- and I'll I'm gonna do quicken spell again, and then I'm gonna cast firebolt on gray after the fireball. Good okay. Idea. Well, the good news for um, the opposing forces is black gets a nat twenty. The bad news is the other two don't even get close. There's a, a ten and a and an eight. So, so black will take half damage, and blue and purple will take full. But more importantly, this will cancel their regeneration. regeneration. Mm-hmm. So the full damage is forty-eight points of fire damage. Ouch. And then twenty-four for black. Then. Correct. What did no one roll in his save? And I'm also going five volts gray. Does a 14 hit? A 14 does hit the revenants. Sweet. Cool. All right. So gray is going to take 22 points of fire damage to gray. Okay. And more importantly, can't regenerate. So that's good. Anything else? Uh, That'll do it. Okay. So we wrap around to gray, and he was not in the least bit happy with you doing that. So he's going to do two attacks on you. As a reaction, I'm going to attack gray. Excellent. 
And the first one is a 24 and the second one's a 17. So I think I hit with both, right? That was, that was me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they do. Oh yeah. You, you just uh, fireballed the entire group. So yeah, he's going after you. Um, not too great on the first one. Just 20 points on the first one. And the second slam, uh, not too great there either. Only uh, 16 points on the second one. So where are you at? Oh, I'm still alive, barely. That's four hit points. Yeah. Okay, and then Noan, you're... Uh, no, it's my attack again. Oh, that's right. Your attack on, on Gray. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, 25. That definitely hits. Did you get like a 19 or something? I got an 18, yeah. Love it. Okay, that's a third level Divine Smite. Okay, three for the smite. I need my D8s back. Uh, one because it's undead. One for the weapon. No. One for the weapon. One because it's a smite. One because it's undead. Three because it's level three. One because I'm a great person. Is is that how that works? Yeah, I haven't broken my oath. Now, oh, now be quiet. <laughs> I haven't broken my oath in 11 levels, so I get an upgrade. Woo! And 2d6 because my sword's on fire. Yes, yes. it is. All right. 32 points of damage. Ouch. Well, that hurt. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we go to Noan. Noan, your uh, friends are falling like flies. What are you going to do? First thing, I think this tri-skull thing died way too easily. Can I do an inside check to see if I think it's going to come back at all? Um, yeah, sure. Um, a seven. <laughs> um, it looks pretty darn dead to you. All right. Well, then I will activate patient defense, and I'm gonna zip to the back of that line. And which of those foul creatures look the most damaged? Um, Gray's. Well, actually, black the one that is on the end got hit by just about everything. So it's looking pretty pretty darn. Pretty darn beat and up. I look, and who's the one in front of our our fireballer there? That's that's gray. gray. Yeah. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna thump on gray. Okay, gray also looks pretty beat up. So. First one okay. will be with advantage. Yeah. And that would be a 19. Hits. For 13 points of damage. Okay. And then again. 29? Yep. For, ooh, max. 14 points of damage. Okay. And a third, which would be 26. Yep, definitely. For another 14 points of damage. And it goes down. Very nice. All right. Yeah. Well, that's two. Yep. And then purple gets to go. And... It can't leave easily to go after you, no one. So it'll attack Cotter. Despite... It, could, it could try to leave if it wanted to. Yeah, it, uh, but... it's going to go after you, Cotter. It's not smart enough to know that I've already used my reaction and can't attack it. And the first one is a 25 and the second is a 17. So okay, I'll... that one hits. Uh, he didn't say it was bad. 22 points. Yeah, I didn't I'm a negative all that five. Good. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So all your healers are going down. So this is turning into quite a difficult battle. Um, wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. 
And then we go to Kraval. So Kraval, we need a death saving throw from you. Uh, 27. That is a happy face. Oh, how constitution. Did... Oh, constitution. All right. Is it? How? Wait. What is the death saving throw? I don't yeah, remember. I don't think the constitution no it's just a straight d20 roll isn't it yeah you get you yeah, get bonuses for for you know, there's things that give you 22. bonuses yeah 22 that's a, that's a little more 22 i'm down I don't, I don't think you can roll more than a 20 I, i'm down it. you don't get the saving throw bonus. i thought that was a constant no i thought it was like you, you get your constitution bonus to it don't you it's no, a saving no. throw no it's i think because it may it has 19. to be even for regardless of what class you 19 are. i rolled 19 Okay, that yeah. still is a happy face. Still a happy face. It, it's a saving throw, but it's not a real saving throw. Yeah, if, if you're around something throw. that gives you bonuses a saving throw, you get those bonuses, but you don't get, yeah, the rest of the stuff. Okay. Okay, so one happy face there. And then we go to Cotter, who's down. Give us a death saving throw roll yeah, for you. Throw, yeah. That's a 14. Okay, one happy face there, too. And then Red. Um, the good news is that the... Uh, Revenant on your side has been removed, but there's still three more out there. Go, go, energy beam, fire. We give you all the uh, healing potions, right? Or is that Arlen no. who has all the healing potions? Arlen has some of the healing potions, like most C of the Caval's healing got the bandolier of healing potions. The bandolier's been empty for a while. Okay. Hmm. Um, I think the best thing I can do is go, go, energy beam, fire on blue. Okay. Deck safe, please. Ooh, that's a grand total of five. Yay. Take 11 points of fire damage. Okay, and he looks pretty bad off at this point. Oh, great. That is not good. How do you still have some of my D8s? Because I took them back. Oh. <laughs> you just left them there, so I went... Okay, and then black gets to go. And since there's no one in the way, it'll jump forward uh, brown behind Misty. And attack Misty. Obviously, you can follow him around, Misty, so you won't be uh, attacked from behind. But, oh, oh, that's some pretty bad rolls. Let's see if these hit. So a 15, I believe, hits you. How about the 13? Uh, yeah, both of them. Okay. <laughs> and actually, it'll be, well, we'll see. Well, the, 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 uh, the second one might be against you, Red. We'll just see. Um, so... 20 points total for against the, you for Misty for the first one. Negative 16. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. unconscious. <laughs> so she goes down. This is getting bad, no one. There's you got two people left up, and then um, so the 13 is against you there, Red. Does that hit uh -huh. you? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm unconscious. And 5, 10, uh -huh. 14, oh, no. 18 points. Uh-huh. I'm at so, negative eleven. This is uh, looking pretty pretty darn uh, grim at this point, Noah. And there's all of uh, three people, and you're the only one standing. Okay. All right. Uh, time to get real. Yep. And, I mean, and, they and all, then, now they can regenerate, right? Uh, except for Blue. Yeah, Blue cannot because he got the fire beam. Um, but yeah, they'll be able to regenerate after this. Um and how many points did you give the uh, Baron when you healed him, guys? 30. 30 points? Okay. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I rolled that high? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I rolled 2d8 plus 5. Oh, that's right. It was only like 8 or something like that. It was really disappointing. Oh, yeah. it was 8. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, and next up is Blue, who spins and goes after you, Noan. 
So two. And gets disadvantage. Strikes against you. The first one is a 10. You're able to dodge it. The second one is a 23, even with disadvantage. Mm, that does manage to hit me. Okay, finally no one gets tagged. Um, and I roll garbage. 12 points total. Oh, no. You haven't really taken a lot of damage either, huh? I don't, take I don't think he's taken yeah. any. No, he got fire. I have. I'm, I'm still pretty good. I've got 56 hit points, and I'm about to get better. Okay. And the next up is the Baron. And the Baron comes rushing up. And probably the safest thing for him to do, he will, well... Attack Black? I don't know. I mean, the, uh, the safest thing is to run away, but like he doesn't seem smart enough to do that. So Well, there, there, there are times when you got to throw yourself into the whole fray. Um, so he comes running up right behind Creval and um, Cotter. And Cotter, he scoops up your flaming longsword off the turf and stabs at blue oh blue okay yeah that's an interesting water surfing yeah yes and oh my goodness the first one is a 14 which does hit and the second one's a nat 20 so we'll see if he maybe puts that nat 20 on black instead so i'd like that that would be nice that would be really good so he gets 2d6 for that plus one for the d8 for the sword and yes, 13 points to blue, which takes him down. And then nat 20s on to black. So that's 2d8 plus 46. Mm-hmm. 26 points of damage to black. But more importantly, he can't regenerate this next round. So, And then Misty, we need a death saving throw from you. On that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Two unhappy faces from Misty. Well, this thing got a lot more serious all of a sudden. That's all right. Why, why would it be any different at this point? <laughs> okay. Plus one tabaxi death per character arc sounds pretty good. Definitely. Okay, so top of the round, gray is dead. No one, you get to go. Blue is down. Purple is okay, up, black is and that up. is black standing there looking all tough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move and put my body between black and Misty. Okay. And I'm going to shove a potion of healing down Misty's throat. Okay. While body blocking her in front um, and maintaining my shield in front of black and activating a key point for patient defense. That's a lot of... I, I, I just love how many times playing Misty that I just get knocked out and then okay. I get healed and then so, I do damage and then I get knocked out so again. That's two D four plus two. You get five points back. Sweet, I'll take it. Enough to cast a fireball and yeah. I'm standing between Misty and Black. Right now is with fire, fireball would be exceedingly bad insane. idea right now. Very bad. Very bad idea. Very, very bad. Very, very bad. Let's not do it. <laughs> Wait, what was that? A fireball would be an exceedingly bad idea right now because everybody's oh, yeah, clustered no, together no, no in line. Fireball. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then purple gets to go. He was not at all impressed with the Baron uh, leaping forward. 
and stabbing his friend. So he's going to take a couple of swings at the Baron. It's just a giant pile of bodies. It is. It is at this point, <laughs> really yeah. funny. The first one is actually a miss, but the second one is a 20 and does connect with him. Oh, he's dead now. And uh, so 13 points of damage. Didn't roll terribly well, but that's enough to take him out again. And then Creval. Need a 10. 10. You make it just barely. Two happy faces. And then Cotter. 15. Okay. And 15 makes it another two happy faces. All these happy faces here. And uh, then Red. 7. Oh, an unhappy face finally. 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 He says. And then Black gets to go, and he, um, since you're right in front of him, he'll take two swings at you, Noan. Disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yep. The first one is a 13, so that's not going to do it. And Swish. the second one is a 12, so you're able to dodge aside. I've been doing so much finger crossing this fight. And then Blue's... I'm about to give back to Black. Yeah. Uh, blue is out. The Baron must make a death saving throw. Oh, and gets a two. So an unhappy face for the Baron. Okay, and then round of Misty, who is back up again. Er, yeah. Oh, man. All right. I imagine swaying a little bit. Um, so, okay, we have black and purple left. That's it, yep. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, I'm going to move. I, I really don't want to get knocked out again. Yep. Um, I... You can back up at okay, 30 let feet. Let me and... check the firebolt range. I want to still be in range for that. Firebolt's but... 120. Do, 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 do. Let me double check. Well, all you can move oh, yeah, is yeah. what, yeah. 30 feet? I, as long as I'm 100 within 120 feet yeah. of them. That's fine. So if you dash your empowered spell to cast that as a bonus. Correct. That's what I'm going to do. Let oh. me do my, do my thing. I know play this character all right <laughs> yeah stop stop so, monk explaining <laughs> things to her <laughs> all right i get that you healed me but but i know how to i know how to fling fire all right so i'm gonna do two sorcery points once i get far enough away to not get hit um even if they dashed are, at me are you gonna I, use your tabaxi dash action to go what 60 feet um, away mm -hmm. oh because you have to stand up yeah Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you stand up so you'll be able to go yeah, 15 40. feet. In What's the taxi dash action? I don't think I You can I use the dash action as a free action. Free action. Free action. So oh, then totally I'm going to do that. Okay. So However, back her up 45 yeah. feet. Uh, no. Hmm? You hmm? stand up, lose half your speed. Yeah. So she get 15 it. in the first one. So she could go 45 total. It only doubles. Yeah. No. It yeah. doubles your regular speed. Yeah. Which, yes. Which would, which, be 60. which would be and 60. then you lose half your speed standing up. No, but you lose half of your first oh, thing of okay. speed. Oh, okay, that's fancy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so so I'm I'm 45 feet away. So move her 45 feet away. All right. So I'm gonna do Maybe that away. two sorcery points to do quicken spell, and I'm gonna do scorching ray on black. Okay. Because that's the one that knocked me out last. And All purple right. has not been hit by anything fire or radiant this turn, so he'll regenerate. Oh, oh if it you will don't. be. Yeah. It will be. Um, okay. So the first ray is a 13 to yes, hit. Yes, that hits. Or, whoa. 
I can count. That's that's like an 18, but I guess it still hits. Still hits. Then a 19. Then a 23. So those all hit, I'm assuming. All three of those, yep. Okay. Kind of lamely, 14 points of fire damage on black. For three hits there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's better than nothing. And it keeps us from regenerating. And anything else? And then I'm going to do fire bolts on purple. Okay. Uh, 23 to hit. 23 definitely hits. 13 points of fire damage to okay. purple. Okay. And more importantly, he can't regenerate. Very good. So we go top of the round again. Gray is down. No one, you get to go. Got black and purple with it. Who's down to who's closest to death? Of between your opponents? No, between my oh. my friends. Um, well, actually, um, Kerval and Cotter have only been running happy faces. Um, okay. The Baron and Red have one unhappy face. The one that was closest to death was Misty, but he took care of her. So. Um, All right. I think I'm going to trust their constitution and I'm going to take some people out. Okay. Uh, so, um, I'm going to do, should I do friendly blows or patient defense? At this point, they're pretty, they're pretty damaged. I do, I do. Okay. I'm doing yeah. fury of blows. So four X and then I can do some bad stuff if I hit. So let's see. Let me. Uh, is okay so black i'm gonna strike with a non-natural 20 hits oh full damage 14 ouch and let's just see they need to save on a deck uh a deck save or get knocked prone a deck save is a 14 does that do it nope okay they're prone and I'm gonna get advantage while I wail on black. So my second hit, a 15. Oh, yep. that's advantage. Uh, still a 15. Still hits. Okay. And that is for eight. Okay. And a third, Ooh. Uh, 16. Definitely. For another 14 points of damage. And he expires. Okay, and I'm going to swing around. And since he took fire damage, he's not coming back. I got another hit. I'm going to swing around behind purple. Okay. And get advantage on that. And, ooh, that's still, ooh, that's a 26. Yep. They take nine points of damage and must make a deck save. This is a 21, so. Yeah, okay, not knock prone. Yeah, saw the matinee on that show. All right. Anything else? So, down to one. Okay. And then purple spins around at you and goes with two strikes. And no disadvantage. And no disadvantage, which doesn't matter a bit because I rolled a one and a two. <laughs> so he just starts swinging wildly. Nothing happens. Craval, you get to make another death saving throw. 
Thank you, Misty, for that wonderful die luck. That's a natural one. Oh, oh no. no. Sorry. <laughs> so two unhappy faces and two happy faces. So the next Wait, round... You, you didn't have a... You're still hanging in there, right? Yep, he had two yeah. happy okay, faces before. Okay. Like, okay, I got two happy faces. I'm good. Nope. There's um, the Misty luck. Yeah, so I've never seen someone with two of each. So next round, he'll either live or die. That's not true. We've had that before. Um, I don't think I've ever seen two of each. I've seen like two of several, but never two of each. Okay. We've gone down quite a lot. And Cotter, you get to go. That's a six. Okay. So I have one. One unhappy face. So two happy faces, one unhappy face. And then red. Two. Oh my gosh. Two unhappy faces for red. So things are getting critical, and the Baron gets a 12, so one happy face for him. And then Misty, what are you going to do? Uh, it's just purple left, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Okay. Um, so one thing I'm you could do kind if of... you wanted to do your oh, tabaxi no. dash again is you could run in and try to stabilize Did she do that last one round? of the people. Or has it been two rounds? Oh, actually, yeah, he, oh, actually, that was last round. Yeah, you, have, you have to not move for a round okay. to regain tabaxi dash. Okay. So, oh, you, so I, I can't move at all? No, you can. But you can't tabaxi dash. You can't tabaxi dash okay. until you don't move for a round. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you could run 30 feet forward, but that would put you 15 out. So it might might be better just to try to finish off uh, um, purple if you can. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Um, I have no one will come up before Craval. Like what was that? No, no one will come up before Craval, so he has a chance of stabilizing Craval. Okay, cool. Um, all right. I just have I have enough sorcery points left to do Quicken Spell a final time. So I'm going to do, um, just because I really want to make sure that I hit, I'm going to do a fifth level magic missile. Okay. On to purple. That would definitely hit then. 17 points of force damage to purple. Okay, he is still standing. All right, and then I'll fire bolts. Hopefully it'll do enough. He looks like he's barely standing, so... All right, 21 to hit. 21 definitely hits. 28 points. Oh, wait, I can count. 26 points of fire damage. Okay, you just incinerate Fireball. him. Just burn a hole right through him and down he goes. Okay. Yes! <laughs> and that's where we're going to stop today. Next time we'll find out who lives and who dies. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, well, uh, wow. This one was supposed to be a tough fight, a deadly fight even. I didn't think it was going to get quite this deadly. Uh, clearly, the party um, decided to focus fire on the Baroness in the beginning, which was good for getting her and all of her spells and all the damage out of the way. But it meant that they completely skipped the revenant minions that were then able to close on the party and start wailing on them. 
And yeah, that was pretty impressive. Um, so we are sitting here with a whole bunch of people tasting the turf and who knows if they're going to be able to make it back up again. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, a couple other things in uh, this fight, uh, the fiery wagons. Um, I like it when the players think outside the box, but at the same time, I didn't want to have to make up rules for fiery wagons. So I'm kind of glad that the uh, party doesn't decided not to go and use those later on in the fight. And of course I was causing all sorts of uh, political trouble for Drew with the uh, recognition of him as the war leader for the Dragonborn and the problems that that's going to cause him with the council of the elder mothers. So we'll just see what happens there uh, down the line. Um, but, uh, oh, and finally, um, yes, I know revenants don't work this way. They're supposed to be chasing after the person that killed them, blah, 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 blah. This is how I'm using them. So deal with it. Anyway, so we have four players down on the turf or four characters, uh, and Creval and Red are both at two unhappy faces. They could expire next round. And even Cotter has one unhappy face, so if he was to nat one, he could expire next round. And uh, Noan and Misty are up. Which two of the three are they going to save? It will be interesting to see in the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.